Welcome everybody to the Indie Pod podcast. I'm your host, Super Joe Pardo, and this week I have a great topic for you podcasters out there all about smart speakers and you. Well, you being specifically your podcast. So we have uh, a couple of questions here that I'm going to run through. Uh, and I have an, a big announcement to make that I, I talked about in the Indie Pod podcast group. And I'll get to all that before I interview, interview, introduce my guest to my left. Uh, if you aren't in the group, join us at indiepodcon.com slash group. You, you know, we're almost at 700 members. We like two months ago, we were at like 420 for like the longest time. And just like two months later, we two like a little over two, two months later, we are sitting at just shy of 700 members it is incredible every single day there's more and more interaction growing there's more and more connection and bonding going questions being asked uh the 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 hive if you will the mine hive that's going on here in the group is going very strong uh and i am so excited to have so many great people coming in asking questions and helping each other out uh, if you are listening live, pop in the chat where you're listening from. would love to give some shout outs here while we do this live. If you aren't listening live, well, then good. You found the IndiePod podcast on either YouTube or on uh, or maybe on Facebook, but also on our uh, in our in the Apple store, wherever you go and get your your podcast from Spotify or your A-L-E-A-X-A's. Uh, or your hey Google's or all that those things. Uh, if you're if you're listening on podcast form, anyway, uh, yeah, I have a big announcement tonight that I'm going to get to after I get to introduce my guest. Everybody, give it up for Chip Edwards. Woo! All right, glad to be here. Happy to have you. All right. Tell the people why or what you do and why you're here, Chip. So I'm I'm here because uh, smart speakers and voice technology is kind of taken off. Um, and so what I do is I help people that have content um, get their content out on smart speakers. Um, and so I've been going around and talking about it. And uh, and there's a couple of things that kind of happen magically. So I'd like to explain some of the magic behind that. And then there's pieces that uh, uh, that you want to do to be able to make sure your content is available to the uh, the, the hundreds of millions of people that have uh, voice technology devices that they're using. Literally hundreds of millions. I have one right next to me and it's not even, it's a tablet. It's, it's a, it's a fire HD tablet that literally is on my desk to run my cameras and they it, turn my lights and speakers on, on and off in the room. Yes. It's not just smart speakers. I mean, there's, there's hundreds of millions of smart speakers. Um, I think the last number I saw was like 74 million people in the United States have smart speakers. Um, but smart speakers is much bigger than that. Um, but like, I think what you were mentioning is true. The the average is 2.3 smart speakers per person. Um, it's kind of like kids, I guess, uh, 2.3 kids, but it's uh, smart speakers, 2.3 uh, smart speakers per uh, per person. 
Well, let's see. So in my house, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight, yeah, if you include the tablet that's sitting on my desk that I basically run right. as, as you know, an Alexa show. Yes, and that. So you're you're dragging the uh, the average up, and that's. Uh, I think I probably have about eight in my house too. As far as I got one in the barn, even. I mean, I, we, we've got them all over the place. Um, yeah, so people start using them. Um, I think that uh, the the uh, um, what was it the uh, the news that just came out from the BBC? I think the uh, the tagline they put out there was "ubiquitous ambient computing" is what Amazon is mm. is, is moving for. They want uh, voice technology everywhere you are, and uh, so that's that's where uh, so so you with eight in your house that's not bad. Um, and then if you probably, if you count cell phones and, and on top of that, you probably even have more devices uh, that, I, that I have two, uh, two just sitting in front of me. Uh, right. I have my iPad right. in my bag behind right. one of the bags sitting behind right. me up on the wall there. So yeah, there's, there right. is, a, and we have a bunch of other fire tablets too in the house. So mm -hmm. yeah, there's, I didn't even count all those. Cause, right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so there is a huge push and I, and I think it's, you know, it's great that, uh, there's somebody that's able to help navigate getting your podcast onto those smart speakers because it's not as simple as it probably should be or could be, but it, it just is the way it is. Yes, there's a couple for podcasts. Fortunately, for podcasts, you've got it easier than uh, than most companies or uh, or people that have content because Amazon and Google both have a default process that they uh. Um, that if they can find your podcast either on TuneIn or in Google Podcast, they'll play it for people. So that's that's um, that makes it easier to get your your uh, your content out on uh, smart speakers. Um, but the uh, the the big thing with that is they're, they're the if you use the default mechanisms, TuneIn or um, Google Podcast, you don't get any of the stats as far as who's who's listening to your. Uh, um, your podcast through smart speakers. Um, mm. So that's that's one of the, the the downfalls of it, but at least people can find it. Um, I think the statistics, though, were of the people that have smart speakers, like 46% of them um, have tried to listen to podcasts, and uh, but only like 26% have been successful at it, which means that there's a lot of podcasts that people want to listen to that um, that they they haven't been able to find, and so getting your podcast out on TuneIn or um, or Google Podcasts is like a a bare minimum. You've got to do that to be able to make sure your content is uh, is available, um, or at least the latest episode of your content is available. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I mean, it's it. Uh, we can definitely talk because I want to talk more about TuneIn and like. Yeah all that how that aggregates yeah. and all that but right now i have uh, a big announcement to make uh to drop on everybody uh i've been kind of hard at work the last couple like the last week or so uh you know a lot of people chip and and i and i imagine yourself includes i think you've complimented as well yeah uh have complimented the the swag that we put together each year for matt you know what was mapcon now icon the independent podcast conference and I have resisted for whatever reason to uh, make 
you know, podcasting apparel and swag available uh, to the masses. So what I have done the last couple of weeks is I put together a store for Indie PodCon. So you can go to IndiePodCon.com slash shop and you can check out some of the designs. Now, some of the designs have existed, oh, nice. like the mic dropper shirts, uh, uh, the uh, well, now we have a mic dropper hat and beanie. Uh, we have a ladies short sleeve t-shirt for Mike Dropper, which uh, had not been available prior. Uh, we have some podcaster shirts like this limited edition. Like these will these will never be made uh, again. So it is these are what it is. It is what it is uh, from MapCon Five. We have a handful of them available, uh, only certain sizes. And when they're gone, they're gone. I'm personally shipping them out. You, uh, we have a Mike Dropper sticker that you can get uh, in three different sizes. There's a professional. Uh, beanie and the you know original Mapcon Four professional shirts, which uh, Chip you have uh, one of those, I, I believe, oh, yeah. right? Oh yeah, I got mine. <laughs> uh, we have uh, I, uh, Indie PodCon stickers available in three sizes, and this does this design um, is the eight bit podcaster T shirt that comes in a lot of different sizes. Uh, I wanted to put something together because we are digital, like you know, we're digital creatures, podcasters. Uh, so I wanted to put together a, a design that, that kind of spoke to that and, and give it, a, you know, make it available in a bunch of different uh, sizes and colors and uh, allows you to like, you know, find the thing that matches what, you know, your style. Um, let me see, go back here. Uh, and, and that logo, the podcaster logo is also available uh, in three different sticker sizes as well. So yeah, so it's available, and not only is it available, but uh, the other part of this big announcement is that there's a Black Friday sale, right? So, of because of course there is, twenty five percent off uh, your Icon ticket uh, is available. So normally we offer ten percent, like here's the ten percent banner uh, it, with code IPP. But if you use code Black Friday, one word and go to IndiePodCon.com slash register, you can save 25% off of your ticket. Uh, right now, tickets are at $199. Uh, and that will uh, that will be available until, I think it's midnight, December 1st. So, like, or I guess November November 30th at midnight. I don't know. Yeah, when November ends, that's when it ends. <laughs> so you have until the end of November to uh, to take advantage of that. Just like if you go to indiepodcon.com slash shop, which is what's all over here to my left, uh, is you know, you can save 25% off the the store, any of these designs. These uh two shirts are these shirts are limited edition. This shirt will never be available again. The professional shirt will be available again, but without the Mapcon uh branding on the shoulder after the fact. So once those are gone, they're gone. Uh, I really like the, the way the, the professional beanie came out though. Uh, I, I, I decided to do like a white on white because some people might, you know, be down for that. Uh, but you can also get it in darker colors, red uh, and all that. So I, you know, I really wanted to put together uh, a nice baseline of, of products for people to check out and to add to their collection and, you know, aren't too necessarily too indie podcon 
branded, but uh, I'm working on some more designs and I'm looking forward to getting them out. So yeah, so IndiePodCon.com slash shop. Use Black Friday as a promo code to save 25%. It's like basically like getting free shipping. Um, I think it's like, but it's all it's off your whole order. So depending on what you order, you're, you're getting 25% off the whole thing. I think I think the shipping is $4.99 uh, flat rate, no matter what you what you buy. So if you buy two items, you're you're over the free shipping uh, threshold. Speaking of all that, uh, with the, with the Black Friday sale, uh, if you haven't heard, Icon Six is coming. IndiePodCon Six is coming back to Swedesboro. If you haven't heard that yet, I don't know why you wouldn't have heard it yet, but <laughs> But some people might not have heard it yet. Um, we had a meetup. So here's the other thing. So we had a meetup on uh, Sunday. We had it in Center City, Philadelphia. And we had like a little over 10 people show up. Um, shout out to like, well, shout out to all the people that came. I'm not going to name names because I'm going to end up forgetting somebody. But thank you for all the people that showed up. Thank you to Matthew Passy for speaking. Uh, if you didn't hear his talk from MathCon 5, uh, what's hurting your podcast you can actually go and listen to it on the indie pod podcast it was the last episode on this on this show uh if you go to indiepodcon.com slash listen or if you go to our brand new ultimate guide how to start a podcast ultimate guide and i don't know where it is i think it's pretty far down though uh yeah, it's pretty it's pretty far. It's like three quarters of the way down. You can actually watch his talk uh from the so like from there. So like there's me and then bam, there's there's Matthew Passy. This place is really cool, uh Chip. Like we had the it was at the Jewish Art Center in like just outside of Center City. Um and it was there was some really cool artwork there. So it was it was a pretty pretty neat venue as you can see from the video uh on my screen. There's a lot oh, of cool nice. artwork there. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's a that's a nice place. Yeah, it was. It was really, it was really nice. I was really stoked about having our event there, and uh, shout out to them for for hosting us. So, uh, so yeah, so that I think that covers all the things I have to announce at the moment. Yeah, the uh, if you want to get to the How to Start a Podcast Ultimate Guide, go to indiepodcon.com slash sap, and you can get yourself uh, like seventy six hundred plus words of podcasting goodness and how to get it started. And if you have a friend or somebody who's looking to start a podcast, like send them there. Uh, there's a ton of videos, including MapCon videos and things of that nature. And I'm going to be expanding more into more guides where Chip, uh, your, one of your talks will definitely be making in, into those, into that guide because, uh, it will be like next level stuff. Like what should you be looking for? Like once you, uh, get yourself, I was just checking to make sure you weren't in the current, in the, <laughs> in the, how to start, uh, how to start a podcast guide, but, uh, but yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like uh, you know once you take one, what's the next step, right? How do I get right. myself in front of even more ears uh, yeah. to to take that next step? So right. whew, that's a mouthful. So Chip, yes, let's talk about how do like so tune in is the de facto like for podcasting, right? As far as smart speakers, right or wrong. So, so if you for all the Amazon Alexa devices, that's the the default. So if you get yourself on TuneIn, Amazon will look in um, TuneIn to be able to find your podcast. The default mechanism, default way of doing it. Um, for Google, they look at Google Podcasts. So that's why you have to have yourself on both of those platforms. 
I've, I've read some stuff where Amazon is looking to get into uh, uh, some of the other platforms as well to be able to find uh, a more podcasts across multiple um, distribution uh, mechanisms. Um, so there, there'll be um, there'll be more ways of getting it out there. And some some of the platforms have put together their own skill, um, uh, which is Amazon. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Uh, be, um, so that you can ask for podcasts on their platforms through their platforms. Um, but some places are actually moving away from TuneIn uh, because they want to get their audience uh, connected with them directly as opposed to through one of these platforms. And so that's why Amazon and Google have both made a way for people, um, companies, brands, uh, anybody to be able to put out their own, um, their own, Amazon calls them skills, Google calls them actions, and that's how you can interact with your audience directly. And you get all the stats, you know who who's um, then getting your content when you uh, when you do it that way. Hmm. So, so it doesn't like the hosting platforms can't see that it's specifically coming from like uh, to like Echo or or it just knows like tune in, so you don't know if they're listening how they're listening to it. So from so from your perspective, if you just put your podcasts on TuneIn, all you know is that you've gotten some listens through TuneIn. So whatever TuneIn is is saying, but you don't know where that comes from. Um, when you have your own skill, now you know who's using your um, your um, content, and you, you you get some additional um, statistics like. Um, what, how many devices are being used and stuff like that. But for the most part, you now get all the statistics of who's listening and when they're listening and, and, and how long they're listening, all that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. If so, you okay. do it, if you have your own skill. Yeah. So how, how do you, how do you go about getting the tune in though? Because I don't think I ever signed up for tune in, but I'm, I'm pretty, sh pretty sure I'm there. So, so if you didn't um, now, uh, the, the answer I'm not positive on the answer to that. I think that there are some platforms when you sign up for them, they they distribute you through a number of different mechanisms, and TuneIn is likely one of them. Um, so I'm not sure if if you didn't, and maybe you're not, maybe you're not actually out there. Maybe, um, I'm, I'm checking. TuneIn, I'm checking right now. You're checking right now. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know. Maybe I'm not. But I thought I was. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I was. Oh, but I'm you know what? Yeah. Mm. I'm not. Uh, you know what? I, I might not actually be on there. Oh, so maybe you're one of those uh, people that people are asking you for your uh, your content on Alexa and they can't find it. Like I typed in Super Joe Pardo and there's plenty mm -hmm. of podcasts I've been on <laughs> that are, yep, that yep, are yep. on there. Uh, <laughs> but I don't think... I don't think I am unless let me see if it's on my old name because I, I maybe it hasn't updated, but I know it's, it's certainly looking like I am. Wow. All right. I need to take my own mm -hmm. start a podcast uh, how to and because I, I actually have that here. How to submit the tune in. Okay. Boy, is my face red. <laughs> you know what? That's part of the that's part of the being honest and open that person that I am. Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> to admit when I'm wrong. Uh, no, but I could have swore I was on there. Like mm -hmm. I really, really could have swore I was on there. I 
podcast. Yeah, well, uh, well, maybe not. I don't know. So, so that's the default way of of getting your your content, your podcast out there. I mean, you just submit it on on TuneIn, and they uh, give them your RSS feed, and and then you'll be out there. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to do this because mm-hmm. apparently I haven't. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. Um. So so when it comes to having like your own keyword um what's like so the, i i think i found this part fascinating about your your talk so for anyone that didn't hear it like you own the keyword no matter if it, it doesn't make sense <laughs> and that's you know it's a pun because the example <laughs> that you gave now go go and explain that a little bit okay so um, so, so I, I started to talk about the idea of you can put your podcast out on TuneIn, and that will make it so that, um, Amazon Alexa devices can find your podcast. They'll find the latest episode of your podcast and that's what they'll play. If somebody asks for it again tomorrow. They're going to play the latest episode of your podcast because that's what's uh, available through TuneIn. Um, and, uh, some, but people are moving away from using Amazon and Google's default process to build their own process. And so Amazon and Google both allow you to be able to put your own, um, Google calls them actions, Amazon calls them skills. And that's, um, let me back up. So you, you have a podcast, but you likely have a website as well. And your website, to be able to get to your website, you have a domain name. And that's how people can access your all of the content that you want to provide on your website visually, um, they uh, go to your domain name and that takes them to your website and they can see all your content. In the audio world, in, in voice devices, smart speakers, phones, stuff like that, um, when you speak to these devices, what they use is what is called an invocation name. It's the, it's the same thing as a domain name in the verbal world, it's called an invocation name. Mm. Um, and an invocation name is tied to one of those voice apps. So you have a an Amazon skill or a Google action. Those are similar to a website, in a verbal website. And how you get to that verbal website is through an invocation name. So when you submit your skill or your action out there, you say, hey, here's the invocation name that when somebody says this invocation name, I want them to use this skill to be able to figure out what content needs to be provided. Mm. So a lot of places like BBC and and a a lot of places are building their own skills or actions using their invocation name, BBC, or um, you could do Super Joe Pardo um, uh, or Indie uh, Indie Podcast Podcast. You know, indie pod podcast, in, in, whatever. Indie pod <laughs> podcast, yeah, yeah. yeah. Indie pod podcast, podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so that name or that brand name then is how you would get to your content on on the voice in the verbal space. When you do that, you now get all of the stats of who's using your um, your content and how long they're listening and and all that kind of stuff because they're going through your skill or your action. I call them voice apps because everybody, each of these vendors uses a different, different word. So, but, uh, but the thing is, is the person who owns the term, <clears throat> yep. like 
is the first person that gets like that gets it right it doesn't yeah. matter that there's c-e-n-t-s versus s-e-n-s-e they're both sense and you both say them the same way sense exactly so the first person to put a, a google action out there with an invocation name of idney pod podcast is the person who gets to decide what content gets played when somebody uses that that you know that um heart you know i was talking to dave jackson or yeah. the dave jackson the dave say. jackson that's right <laughs> uh after after like after dc Podfest, and yeah. he you know he didn't i don't think he realized how uh intricate this whole this whole thing is and how much it harkens back to the days of like aol keywords and yes like you know buying into that that mm -hmm. space uh but you know, I I think that there's definitely a lot of value. But but the thing was, is there was there's really nothing to stop people from squatting those keywords. That there's um, uh, so the answer to that is is no. Um, oh, how do I answer that question? Um, so <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> good, good. That's a good question. Um, and the answer is that in Google's world. They, um, whoever puts that voice app out there will own that keyword with a couple of exceptions. And Google has made it so that if you've done your Google My Business and you have that out there, um, they are protecting some keywords, making sure that you have some um, uh, relationship to that name. Now, there's, there's ways around it, and so um, so it really is the first person that wants that name can get it. It might just take them a couple of steps to do it. So um, so anybody, if you've got a brand that you want to protect, um, yeah, getting that action out there before somebody else does is, uh, is, is actually pretty critical. Yeah. Mm. On Amazon's side, Amazon Skills, they went the they went the other way. You can have multiple skills with the same invocation name, so that they, they, they have a little bit of a confusion on their side because now when somebody says, um, you know, start, um, you know, the indie pod pod best, or if there's multiple of them out there now, it, Amazon gets confused as to which one to play. Um, but on Google side, there's only one, and so there's no confusion on that side. Mm. yeah yeah so yep and there, there'll uh, yeah, be a rush there'll be a rush on these pr pretty soon as, as far as when people start figuring this out there's going to be a, a more of a rush to be able to get your stuff out there if you have any competition or there's a name that you want you're going to want to make sure you get yours out there first mm. yeah. yeah so I, I mean how much does something like this cost to get you know to go through the process of, of securing that name like one so, name versus like say oh well i got 20 different like we you know we go down the rabbit hole of uh, right, right, right. domain names that we want to register yeah. and before you know it we're you know 150 dollars a year in domain names that we <laughs> are just forwarding to one domain so um and you can do that and we've actually built we've done that a couple of times because we've got a couple of clients that have multiple ways that people refer to their brand, but they want the same content played. And so in that case, we've put out somewhere, we've put a couple of different 
skills out there, actions out there that do go to the same content because that's how their their audience understands. They understand their brand in a couple of different ways. Um, but what we do is we we charge uh, 300 bucks to be able to build the skill and the action. So we put it in both sides and then it's 18 bucks a month to be able to um, to maintain them is what we do. And that's what we do. We build those skills and actions. We tie it to your content for podcasters. We tie it to your podcast. So it'll play not just your latest podcast, but it'll play all of your podcasts. Um, for bloggers, we we tie it to their blog and and, other, and we've got different ways of tying it into your content. But for podcasters, it's easy. Now, is that the same as flash briefing? Flash briefings? It's similar to a flash briefing. The difference with a flash briefing is that um, it's really important to have really short content for flash briefings. So if your content is more than, so 30 to 90 seconds is like the sweet spot. If it's any more than that, you've got to have really interesting content. Um, but if you go over two minutes, you you really risk people excluding you from their 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 morning briefing. <clears throat> Lots of people will use that as teasers to be able to get them tied into um, their other content, so their long form content. So they'll put out both. They'll have a short form content, um, and then um, and then mention that hey, you can get the the long version of this later. Um, and then you can do that a couple of different ways on the flash briefing. Um, some people have, they put something new out every day. Other people will put out, here's a, here's a hundred pieces of content and just rotate through this, the same content. Yeah. I, 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 you know, who, who called it flash briefing? Cause to me, it's such a hard thing to, it doesn't roll off the tongue. Yeah, that's it's Amazon's uh, way of doing it. Google's got a different way of doing it, but but Amazon has actually been successful in uh, in being able to set up their flash briefing or their morning briefing. Um, and it basically, it it ties into when you say good morning or or give me my morning news um, or my daily news or my flash briefing. It, it will trigger on all of those different phrases and knows to go down that list of uh, of. Uh, um, content that you've you've set up for uh, for your smart speaker mm. have, have you done that on yours do you do you have uh do you run through a flash briefing on yours i i don't i mean with two kids it's hard to get yeah. quiet yeah. enough to actually hear, listen yeah. to anything yeah. that, like that um yeah i i i have i think i've tried it once or twice because like daniel uh daniel daly uh has yep. one and which yeah. I, i'm you helped her set up i think or, I, didn't, I, I did not help her. I've talked oh, okay. to her a couple of different times. Yeah. And I know she's um, got, she, yeah. And, and, and who else? Uh, Jeff Stoner has one uh, through the My Mickey Vacation. Uh, he, he has a flash briefing as well. I, I, you know, I haven't heard, I had to talk to them and see what the, you know, what kind of um, penetration they've had with like right. people doing it and, mm -hmm. and like, listening to it on a regular basis again the whole just the word flash briefing just has never sat right with me because i feel yeah. like i'm stumbling over my lips to say a flash f flash briefing i don't know yeah. how about morning news because uh, i think that that mm. works as well so hey hey alexa give me my morning news or my morning briefing i think that works and, just as and well and i guess i can i set that up in like what i want <clears throat> in the like in the alexa app mm -hmm. like that, 
Yes, that's where you set up what you want to hear um, when you when you trigger it. And there's a there's a number of different ways that you uh, you can say that will trigger that list of uh, of, of items. I hmm. set mine up originally with I think a couple of Bloomberg news, and there was a couple of different uh, um, uh, news items that I wanted um, and weather and stuff like that that would go through. But I I I don't use it. I mean, I should, but I I don't. I mean, I'm trying to look at like the skills that I have available. Um, I don't. I feel like I feel like Amazon doesn't do a great job of like getting people to like. I get an email every week uh, yep. updating me on what Alexa yep. can do. Yep. And I, I mean, I, I don't know. Half the time, I just forward it to my wife because she's the one most of the time to be able to even you know use most of them. Um, but I'm like flicking through, like, I don't even, you don't even see the word flash briefing anywhere. Like I'm flicking through, I'm looking at communicate where, where in the app do I set up my, is it my flash briefings? Routines. Oh, oh it's under routines. Probably. Uh, but, okay. So if I say A-L-X-A, A-L-E-X-A, uh, good morning. Oh, play the news from my flash briefing. Oh, how about that? And then I can let's see it's a device to speak to. Like that's cool. I could I think I might need to try to play with that. But the problem is like in the morning, my wife is either still sleeping or the mm-hmm. kids are still sleeping, and one of them may actually be sleeping in my bed. Yes. So like the yeah, last yeah. thing I was, you know, oh, it was so funny. Like uh, so I I we play the like blippy songs uh-huh. uh on the uh, <laughs> on the echo in like my, my son's room a lot, uh to get him to calm down, like you know stop yeah. being so rambunctious and get his right. clothes on uh and it's <laughs> funny so like you know you could listen to blippy songs at at 7 a.m every morning you can or yeah you can wake up to blippy songs just, just say alexa yeah. wake me up on blah 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 uh-huh. <laughs> like yeah that's exactly what i want to wake up to at 7 a.m like first off i'm already up yeah like well up but for a couple hours so like you're not helping but uh on top of that no <laughs> just now i don't know as soon as the kids are putting it together themselves you're gonna have a. it's, it's gonna be happening without you <laughs> i think so i think they'll be they'll be trying to schedule that stuff oh, yeah. uh for themselves like hey i want to hear this when i wake up you know to oh, wake yeah. up to in the morning oh, yeah. get my morning going <laughs> um I, you know i if you, one of the things, so like smart speakers in general, so uh, I, it almost feels like I have too many of them, you know, around the house, and it's it's one of the, it's one of those things where it's like I know they're supposed to judge my voice, like where I'm, you know, which excuse me, which one I'm closer to, yep. but it doesn't it doesn't always <laughs> seem to work that well, especially because we have like three of them one in like one in each of the bedrooms like right within uh earshot of each other in fact right. so much so that the tablet in here i use a different wake word other than al A-L-E-X-A. i use m a m a z o n which surprisingly comes up in conversation an awful lot because it can cause yeah, us all yeah. up a, a, a tremendous amount of time it's very annoying actually yeah and with the tablet i can't change i think there's only like two words you can use which is a-l-e-x-a right. uh a-m-a-z-o-n or yeah. co- i think computer computer but like yeah. i use compute like i say that a right. lot so like right. i don't want that to be it either yeah I, it, it's very frustrating 
yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah. I wish I could say, hey, yeah. Echo, or, oh, or make up my yeah. own, uh-huh. you know? Yes. Like, hey, Echo, yeah. like that, hey, Echo. Go like that's three syllables. Like that should be a, that should be good enough. But well, and that's what Google did. They okay Google or hey Google to be able to trigger theirs. Oops, my phone just took off. Yeah, <laughs> uh, told it to stop. Um, <clears throat> yeah, before so, you know yeah. it, it's like Googling or it's yeah. Amazoning mm-hmm. like things that you're you're. Uh, that, that, right. There I go. I said it again. Now it's listening. Right, right. Yeah, we we uh, we always refer to her as Madame A. Madam A. Madam A, yes. <laughs> it, it is funny. You know what? So one of the things, um, and this isn't podcasting related, obviously, but like one of the things about uh you know, teaching my daughter who who's mm-hmm. th- three gonna be, you know, before March, yeah. uh, to be courteous to our mm-hmm. AI overlords. Yep. Uh it, you know, saying please and and thank you and stuff like that. I think there's a setting that you can set it to force you to need to say please, I think. Yeah, there there is on the Amazon devices to be able to to uh, yeah, and there and to be able to add those uh those phrases in. And it's kind of it's actually kind of an interesting thought around that because if you treat them as human, how much more are you going to feel like they're human? And is that a good thing or a bad thing? I I don't know. So it's a, it's a little bit, I don't know. There's debates going on around that as far as the, that idea. I just don't want my daughter not being rude, like, like yelling at, cause that right. was, what was happening. She was starting uh-huh. to yell at it. Like right. when it wouldn't do what yeah, she, yeah. you know, she couldn't talk that well because she was, uh-huh. you know, two, two and a half, three. Right. But, uh, you know, so she would start yelling at the yeah. thing. And I'm like, whoa, like, I don't want this to carry over into like you talking to humans or other people like that. Right. So, like, we yeah. need to start injecting the word. Please, now, I haven't enabled the please uh-huh. into it because, I mean, I, I don't. S- I mean, when I'm not around her, I don't say that. But, <laughs> but I have a little more yeah, context yeah, yeah. to like. Right. right know that i'm not supposed to be screaming at the thing uh-huh. yes <laughs> uh yeah. so you know just trying to get her to to, to make you know force to have it to say please and thank you and, and that kind of stuff so it goes a long way but if i could enable it for i guess i don't know certain like all i guess all of them except the one in our bedroom like that's mm. the only one that I don't need. Like that, and maybe the one in the garage and the one in my office. Right. I don't. I don't need to say please like to those ones. But, but to like hers and our living room and mm-hmm. our theater room, her playroom. Like, yeah, they they, they should probably say please. To address it um, more uh, politely, I guess. Yeah, the, politely. Uh, yeah, to train that uh, that idea. So, well, and it's good to learn for for everything. Really, is a, is uh, to be able to say please and thank you for when somebody or I guess in this case something is actually doing something for you. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. So, is there so is there any um, is there anything we haven't talked about as far as smart speakers and like it related to your podcast and uh, maybe like the the market penetration you've seen with some of your your clients or something to that effect. Yeah, so so right now the um, the usage is still really um, is is still really small as far as the number of people that are are um, 
are using them. Most of the, most usage right now is um, is using the default question and answer. I ask it a question for, and it gives me an answer. Weather, um, timers. Uh, um, we use a timer a lot. For yeah, we, <laughs> we use we use a timer a lot too, and 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 grocery lists and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Grocery list has been like a, a huge win for us because um, I, I, we got teenage boys. Actually, they're a little bit older now. Um, and they would use the last of something in the, uh, in the, in the kitchen and getting them to walk over to the fridge and write it on the list was a, was a big deal. I mean, cause they're busy. I mean, they're using, they're cooking or whatever they're doing. Um, but now that with these, uh, the smart speakers, they can be using the last of the milk and they can just say, Hey, Alexa, add milk to the shopping list. And so it, uh, we love the shopping list one. Um, mm. So right now, most of the usage is, is is on these default processes, but it's shifting. And a lot of the big companies are really starting to push using these uh, um, uh, these custom skills and actions. And so you'll probably start seeing a lot more advertising where um, it, you'll see different brands say, this is how to get our content on smart speakers. And it's starting to drive people to be able to expect um, to find all kinds of content out on these smart speakers um, so that you can be a, getting your uh, podcast on the way to work and uh, working out of the gym as people start talking to the, their devices and, and uh, to be able to ask for what they want, all kinds of things that they want. Well, yeah, and I mean, having it baked into like glasses, a ring, like yes. those those yeah. are things that you know I I could see uh, growing that that market that ambiguous market. I mean, do yeah. we you know people feeling like oh well I don't just need Alexa like while I'm at my house I need it like all the time and like opening my phone up unlocking right. my phone opening an app just to get it because right. you know Siri is not that great. Um, right. You know, it's just not a thing that like most people are going to to do. Um, yeah, so it's, it really comes down to like these other devices that people are going to find. Like, oh wow, well it works so much better, and it, it and it, it's almost kind of like I, I like I applaud like Amazon. You know, I almost said it again. A M A M A A M A Z O N for um for like kind of supplanting the phone right like they had the fire phone yep. the fire hd phone and they just totally canned it because they i think because they realized like they weren't going to compete with <clears throat> with what's out there even in the budget line like the, yeah. other, the stuff in the budget line is is, is so right. great and when you try to compete with you know like the their fire tablets are so cheap that it's not competing with like the iPad and then the only other right. thing is like a Galaxy tablet whenever they decide to launch, like release one of those you know right. those so it's like you're compete you know you're basically seeing at the top of a heap of like other tablets but you're gaining so much in yeah. revenue from these tablets because people right. are you know ordering more from you and they they have ads on them supported right. so they can charge 50 bucks and have you know, something you wouldn't have otherwise. Like, I think it makes just a lot of sense to say, you know, let's not compete on that level um, because so many people take their phones so seriously versus the tablet in most cases. 
and let's just go straight to like putting it on your <laughs> ring, on your finger, yeah. or putting it in your glasses, or putting it in a necklace, or putting it, you know, in a bracelet, like that kind of stuff. I think makes a lot, a lot of sense. Yeah, Amazon's going to this wearable because because Google and and Apple have the cell phone market pretty much locked up. Yep. Um, so I was wondering, how was Amazon going to be able to compete with Google having, you know, so many Am- uh, Android devices out there? And by going to the wearable market where they now, you know, you put your earbuds in and and now they have Alexa tied into them yep. or, um, you know, on the glasses, they've got it on the uh, your glasses or your ring or wherever. Now, all of a sudden, they don't have to have cell phones. You can tie you can get these voice devices everywhere you're at. The next thing they're working on though is location. So mm. how can they, when you say, uh, when when you're talking about something, knowing where you're at will make it so that they can provide better answers. And so um, you'll be able to say, you'll be able to ask stuff anywhere, but now getting that location tied into what you're doing uh, will will make it so that you'll get better answers. No, that's yeah. that, and that's awesome. I think. Uh... You know, I, it really is just the beginning of of this whole thing. Like, even though it's now what, like, A L E A X A has yeah. existed for, I don't know, since what, 2016 or 2015? Yeah, four years now, I think. Yeah, I think. but like, how yeah. far it's come. Now, it still does yeah. dumb things. Like, my, my wife is like, hey, play, uh, you know, what's, what sound does a uh a monkey make and you hear yeah. the sounds of the monkey and then you say like what sounds a cow make here moo and you're like what sound does an elephant make an elephant can be found in in <laughs> africa and right, blah, right. Blah, 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 blah. like nobody asked for that <laughs> like yeah, we just right. wanted to hear the noise the that sounds, an elephant makes yeah. that's it like you overthought that one right um but but going being able to go and give like real answers thoughtful answers i think is you know it, it it makes you wonder like uh like ibm's watson has been a thing mm-hmm. for like a long time now right, right? like what went like ibm's watson was competing on jeopardy like what probably almost 10 years ago yeah right i, th- I think it was like 2000 might have been more than 10 Said, yeah. Well, here's here's one that says two thousand. Okay, two thousand eleven. It was yeah. competing. So at that point, yeah. it was already yeah. pretty like well developed. If it was right. <laughs> competing on Jeopardy, yeah. but like here we are, all these years later, and it's like we still don't have access to Watson. Um, and it's like how how much better would that be to know? Like, if I ask for something, it could compile everything that's already available. And like, give me the like a uh, compiled answer versus like, here's the Wikipedia article says, blah, 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 blah. Like, speak to me in human, you know, speak to me as if you read it and then digested it and then go, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and, yeah. And Google is actually really doing some amazing work in that space where they're, um, you can see it actually when you do a search out on the on the internet using the Google search. A lot of times, and and you'll see it more and more, where you'll see that top um, answer that comes up is is being replaced with a what's called a featured snippet. Yeah. And their goal when they're actually building that, they're trying to scrape the web to come up with an answer, a short, concise answer for whatever your whatever your question is. 
Um, and that's their goal is to be able to provide the concise answer to, to anything that you ask. So we'll see more and more of those going forward. Mm. And that's they're feeding that into uh, the voice uh, voice space a lot. Actually, that's what they're using in the voice space. They're using that featured snippet as the, the answer, the verbal answer. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's great when the verbal answer is good or mm -hmm. great you know but it's sometimes it's it's not <laughs> and yeah. you're getting you know just like the ask it for animal right. sounds and you right. get a depiction of where and what that animal is and where it's from yeah. and yeah. all that so yeah I, I wonder in those cases if because there's a couple of things that could could make it fail in that case one of them is they don't have the animal sound and so because they didn't, they said, well, what else, what do we got for you since I don't have the sound? And the mm -hmm. other is, is turning words into intentions is a complicated thing. And so sometimes when they hear things and they figure out, okay, what did you mean by this? They get it wrong. Um, mm. They're getting better at what was your intention, but that's a process that uh, um, there, a lot of uh, AI and, and machine learning is, is, is going into that to figure out I heard your words, but what did you mean? I mean, we have trouble with that even when we're talking with each other. It's like that's true. I heard your word, and I, you know, I assume something. And uh, when we're having computers do this, it's a it's a complicated problem. <laughs> oh, computers geez. do it. Got shiver there. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, no, and and I hopefully it'll get better, but I don't know because, like I said, people don't really know. Uh, it's also really, you know, it's also really annoying. While we're on on the topic of annoyances with uh -huh. uh, smart speakers, when you're um, when it doesn't necessarily hear you right, and it and oh. it's like the volume is set loud. So like we have this thing where it says, uh, you know, we have the skill like start brown noise. So it mm -hmm. starts like the like a like a white noise, but a brown noise is like a uh. but it's like a lower tone. Uh, -huh. uh and the idea is, is that it's not as like tinny right. up okay. top so it, it just it's, yeah so anyway uh half the time three quarters of the time it gets it right it just uh -huh. starts up and then like uh, one quarter of the time it says welcome to your smart sounds blah 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 and i'm just like stop stop like it because because the volume is set to like seven or eight and it's just talking super loud wow. and yep. we, yeah, yeah. you know we don't we're trying not to wake the kids up right we right, just wanted right. it to like uh -huh. like come up like nice and soft and instead it's like this harsh like you know and you're like like stop 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 and it just doesn't even want to hear you because it's talking so loud because the volume is yes you know way louder than i would want it to be i, uh -huh. I wish that you know i think that's something that they could probably work on is like intelligent volume like when does it make sense like you have the microphones so yep. you know what the ambient sound is yep you know how how loud my voice was when i made the command so you know uh -huh. i'm not talking over anything because you can hear the room room right. silent like right, right. it doesn't necessarily need to be louder unless like i guess i, I don't know like what like right. it should it should intelligently know like kind of like how cars have dynamic sound mm -hmm. right like the louder it gets the road noise gets and all right. the louder your volume will rise yes uh yeah. progressively and a, sh a shift back feature just because yesterday afternoon i was playing music at level seven doesn't mean that when I'm getting up this morning, that you're the same person at 7 a.m. 
Exactly. Exactly. Well, the car does the same thing, right? Like I wasn't, I'm not the same person I was at 5.45 last night or 10 o'clock last night. Exactly. 7 a.m. Like I just take it easy on me. (laughs) People might be sleeping. Let's be like me, (laughs) you know, and even if I'm not, Exactly. I don't, I don't want to be talking that loud in the morning. That's right. Yeah, gentle. exactly. And then you're like yelling at the thing, like, right. stop, stop. Like, just stop. Yeah. Like, you're going to wake my daughter up who's sitting like two feet away from you when there was nothing else going on in the, in the, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what that is. I need, you know what I need? I need to find a new, uh, white noise, brown noise uh, uh, skill. Yeah. That's what I need to do. I've just been kind of lazy to do it because we just know, like, you just say, hey, Start brown noise, and this it comes right on. Uh-huh. Do you, do you have um? Speaking of all that, have you um have you upgraded your lighting in your house to to take advantage of it? So I I not currently. I I have played with those um, different lights and stuff like that back when I was building an innovation room at one of my previous um, employers. Um, I actually I set up the lights to hook up to the stock market. So when the when different stocks were up or down, the lights would turn green or red. You know, if it was down, it would turn red. And um, <laughs> stuff like just to, to be able to say, yeah, we can connect different things up with uh, um, you know, IoT devices can talk to You can get information from them and you can actually give uh, information back to them. So there's a lot of stuff with IoT devices that uh, is, is going to gonna happen in the future i mean even mm. we're you're buying fridges now they've got all that uh smart stuff inside of them and washing machines um one of the la- one of the latest i don't have yet but i i think would be really cool is a is a sink uh the faucet um and i saw an adapter for our faucet we could get where you can ask for you know i want two cups of water and that kind of stuff and it would measure it out for you so i don't have to mm. The pan under there saying, Hey, I want two cups of water as opposed to my wife was know, telling me about that actually. Yep, yep. And I was like, Yeah, I'm sure that's way more expensive than I'm willing to spend. Uh, I mean, I know, like, I guess if I was into the cooking thing, then I probably would be more interested, but I'm sure it's not cheap to to have that ability. Most of the IoT devices are pretty pricey right now. Um, yeah. But I don't know. It's, it's some coolness factor that uh, that you get when you when you do that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, I have not invested in them. Yeah, I mean, I have Hue lights uh, all over the house, and it's it's been pretty pricey. Even I don't have like the the multicolored ones. Like I just got the white, you know, white bulbs everywhere. But um, but I could see getting a couple of the not white bulbs so that like. Uh, as my, you know, as my kids get a little bit older and want to like, oh, let's have a party, like, but but then I look at the price and I'm like, "Eh," you know, especially like our our theater room has all high, has like eight high hats in it, right? So, and they're they're the R, is it RE40s or something like that, or R40s? So like those bulbs, I mean, if they if they didn't offer, I don't even think they offered white bulbs until like right before I decided to to get them because I was just using regular regular white bulbs. And it had I had bought the color ones, it would have been like instead of like ten dollars a bulb, it would have been like forty dollars a bulb. And I'm like, yeah, times eight, like nah, no, no, I'm good. Like it, it's the room that I would like to have it in, but not at that price. <laughs> you know, if it was like five dollars more, 
okay, like I'm already going to spend 10. What's in our five and our 40 bucks? Yeah, right. but we'll use it. It'll be fun. We can do like different colors and it's a room right. that I would, I would do that in, but not, not for like four times the price. Yeah. And that actually, that probably brings up a good point is a lot of the stuff right now really is, is convenience or fun. Um, but I think as, as, Amazon and Google are investing so much money in this. I mean, they got Amazon a year ago. They had 10,000 employees working in uh, on their voice technology. So they're, they're, they're betting that this is the way that we're going to be interacting with computers in the, in the future is through voice. Um, but we're still waiting for that. Those couple of big items that it's like, I can't live without this. And once we start seeing those things, then I think you're going to see adoption and usage actually skyrocket um, once those killer apps start coming out. So that's what yeah. we're waiting for. Yeah. I mean, the closest things I would say is, yeah, the, having the lights is nice when it works, you know, when it, when it actually works. Cause sometimes like the, it does like, Oh, I can't see the hue bridge. I'm like, it's connected via ethernet. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't be able to see it. You know, if you're talking to me, that means you have internet connection. That means you can get to the network. That means you can make the turn the lights on, please, or turn the lights off. More importantly, you know, I, please, right. but, please, yeah, please. It's like hard. This is a hard please. Um, you know, so I I think that there's, you know, music is a big one, right? Being able to just add a whim because like before that is like I had an iTunes server like with all my music on it and you could play to you could like stream it to airplay. But that means that like the person needed to have like the iTunes app on their phone and then stream it. And like I knew how to do that. I could do that. But would I expect my wife to be able to do it? And she could. But the likeliness because of the like the likeliness of that happening is super slim like super super slim so like for her to just be able to say blah 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 like turn on that song and it starts playing like that's pretty compelling to me yeah and i mean to her because she used it she used it and and that type of stuff is where it makes where where instead of having to figure out how to make a computer do what you want it to do they're moving that into the computer. They're saying the computer should figure that out. But that's that that intention problem that we were talking about a little while ago is how do you figure out what the intention is? And that's where they're spending a lot of time trying to figure out how do we give you the right thing to your ask? Well, I think the easy way to fix that is, and they've already kind of done it with just like use the Amazon show. Ah, there it goes again. Amazon, never mind. Uh, you know the Amazon the yeah never mind yeah uh, A A L E X A uh, you know the show has the screen so you can you have the ability to like see you know what it means and that kind of stuff and and I think that's it's better to have it all in one place rather than being like well you can go to your app and then you know dive into it from there but I, I would. I'm really curious to see what the penetration rate of the A-A-A-A-L-E-X-A, A-A-L-E-X-A, uh app is like how many people actually have it are using it on a regular basis? Like I I tend to think it's probably not very high. 
the the app or yeah. so not the devices but the app. No, the not app. very. Yeah, yeah. The, the goal is to not have you have to use any app. So they right. don't want you. So that's only. But like, how do they, I go about setting up my like? How, is there a way to do like to set up my routine? Set up my house, like my lights, like. How do I do that stuff? Right. From just telling it like, hey, find new lights. Okay, this is the light that I'm talking about. And now I need to like categorize it into a into a group so that when I say turn on hallway, it knows which bulbs to turn on. Right. Or when so, I say turn on dinner, it yeah. knows that in my theater room, it's going to turn off all the front lights except for the two lights oh. right above our chair and dim them to like 5% each. So you just have enough to literally eat your dinner while you watch a movie, that kind of stuff. Right. So the, the, the answer is, is they could set up all of that verbally so that you could do it verbally. um, But we're, it's not there yet. So it's, I mean, it's a lot, right? Because each bulb has like a serial number. And it's, Mm -hmm. I mean, as it is, the hue thing is not that, not that simple. Like, put it this way like, is it simple for me? Sure. Would I give it to like my mom or my dad and be like, hey, this is simple. Just plug them in. It'll be great. Like, here's the app. Like, there's just, I don't have that confidence level in it. They would like, oh, yeah, it's easy. Just screw the bulb. But like, how how many, how many, uh, um, you know, how many people does it take to screw in a light bulb and set it up <laughs> and exactly. set it up? Like apparently yes. too, because I, I don't have the confidence that, you know, they would be able to get it done on their own. But, but as companies figure those things out, as far as, okay, I screwed a light bulb in the system should know, Hey, there's a new light bulb and it should right. actually talk you through the process of, Hey, is this part of a different group or yeah, exactly. So the, the point is, is that because there's a should and because Amazon, Google, these companies are investing so much in this new way of interacting with compute resources, it's, it's going to happen. Just the question is, is when, Oh, here, here you go. Amazon turn off office. Mm Mm-hmm. Amazon yeah. turn off office. Office doesn't support that. That's I'm pretty like uh, uh, Amazon turn off office ceiling. Sorry, I didn't. Oh, the Amazon the turn off studio. I forgot my own name. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't find a device named Studio Echo Da phone. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> Turn off studio. Oh, it actually did it this time. Because what will happen is the lights above me, there's three bulbs above me. Nine times out of ten, only like two of them will shut off. Not the third one. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if I like, um, screw it, screw it back in. Amazon, turn on studio. It's working like Amazon. a charm. Shoot. Oh, man. That's not good. Amazon, turn off speakers. <laughs> yeah, it's working like a charm. Oh, all right. Okay, now the speakers are off. Oh, man. 
Well, it looks like my daughter didn't wake up. That's good, good news. <laughs> um, anyway, I think we need to wrap this episode up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, this is fun. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad you're having fun with this. I'm, I am as well. Uh, let me see here. Let me run through a handful of the things that I need to promote, uh, like the fact that we have a icon store open now. Indie Podcon has a store and a Black Friday sale going on right now. You can go to IndiePodcon.com slash shop and pick up stickers, beanies, hats, t-shirts and more will be coming soon uh there's there's a couple of classic designs including the mapcon 5 shirt that i'm wearing currently where it says podcaster with the five for the s and in the o it says do ac there are, there's a very limited edition shirt there's only so many of those available and they will those ship right from me uh not from our printer uh as well as the podfessional shirts with the mapcon on the tag now that mapcon is no more there will not be any more mapcon shirts coming out after this uh, so if you're interested in picking up Mapcon Forge Podfessional shirt, uh, you should do it. Get yourself a beanie while it's still cold outside. Uh, get yourself a sticker and the brand new podcaster, the 8-bit podcaster t-shirt or sticker that is available uh, in a lot, a lot, a lot of different colors. I like the way it came out. Uh, it reminds me of like Nintendo days and it that's I can't wait to get myself one of those shirts. They're all high quality shirts, all high quality stuff. That's why uh, the prices aren't necessarily the cheapest, but I promise you the quality of the shirts are high and you will enjoy the shirts. We also have a female mic dropper shirt, which was previously not available. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm also looking for some ideas. If you, if there's like a specific uh, design or, or specific, uh, type of shirt or apparel or something like that that you're looking for let me know and we'll see if i can get something put together for you uh and get it up on the site so more is coming soon uh you if you haven't bought your ticket for indie podcon yet you absolutely should it's september 24th to the 26th 2020 go to indie slash register and use promo code black friday to save 25 percent off of your ticket it's the cheapest you will be able to get the tickets for uh for i almost said mapcon for for icon uh and you can also use uh promo code black friday in uh the shop indiepodcon.com slash shop if you haven't checked out the vlog from mapcon 5 you should go to check that out indiepodcon.com slash vlog chip have you gotten a chance to check it out yet I've checked it out. Yes. It's oh, good. awesome. Did you enjoy it? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I enjoyed putting it together. Uh, something else I enjoyed putting together was the How to Start Your Podcast. Brand new Ultimate Guide is available right now. If you or someone you know wants to start a podcast, go to IndiePodCon.com slash SAP. There is a 7,600 plus word uh, the Ultimate Guide there with like 20 YouTube videos hours and hours and hours of content in there uh even it's even good if you want to get a refresher on like figuring out your why why start a podcast why you start a podcast and what you want to do with that podcast uh if you want to sponsor an episode of the indie pod podcast go to indiepodcon.com slash partners and check out our media kit you can check you know you can sponsor this you can sponsor the uh the conference uh, and let's let's make some magic. So if you go to the last page on there, we talk about how 
we can make you you have an idea we'll make that idea come to life anyway my guest this week was chip edwards uh from create i never even said your website is you create your voice create my voice create my voice create my voice.com yes chip uh thank you so much for being a guest this week i really really appreciate it uh it was very fun joe i appreciate uh spending some time with you yeah as always as always uh and i'm looking forward to seeing seeing you are you are you going to be down at podfest uh in in february or march um still looking at that right right now yep yeah yeah i I am too i'm trying to figure out if i can if i can make it work with the family uh the family vacations for the year uh if i can you know make the time work but uh, but yeah if yes that's that that's my goal (laughs) my goal is in phoenix the week before and then um and then orlando that that week you're just traveling all over the place man oh yeah having fun (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, that's the uh, that's the important thing. Um, and you know, one other thing I wanted to to add before we get out of here. Uh, so last week uh, I was talking with Dr. Tyson Franklin. Uh, shout out to him for for having a grandchild uh, yesterday or today. I don't know, whatever the time with the time change over in Australia probably was yesterday. Um, and I was talking to him and you know talking about like rebranding and stuff like that and i just wanted to give a quick update that i'm i'm i think i'm getting closer to like what i'm going to do with my dreamers podcast because i have yet to um since re relaunching the show back under the original name i haven't given it uh i haven't figured out what that show is going to look like going forward and i think i'm getting closer so i just wanted to give a quick update on that so i'm really really getting kind of excited about the possibility uh of what what's to come with that so hopefully but by the the start of the year i will have the game plan and starting to release new content under the dreamers podcast uh flag i guess or show (laughs) anyway (laughs) all right i'm getting very tired uh Everybody, I hope you all have a very great week ahead or weekend ahead. Uh, and we're almost to Thanksgiving, so I'm looking forward to it. Next week, we have uh, a guest on the show, I think. Oh, wait. No, wait. No, we don't, actually, because next week is the th- Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and I didn't schedule anybody. So I'm uh, depending on what's going on, I might do a, uh, a, a solo live show. I'm not sure, but I don't have anybody scheduled, so we might be off. I think we're off. Going to end up being off next week. Probably should be off. I should be off next week, right, Chip? You should be off. Take a week off. But the week after, I have Bonnie L. Frank coming on uh, here on the Indie Pod podcast. So I'm looking forward to chatting with her. Then I have Heather Warburton, Ross Brand on the 18th. Then we're off for Christmas off for new year's and then matthew passy on wednesday the 8th january so have quite a few guests coming up uh, some breaks uh you know the holidays and all uh but i hope if i don't see you all uh next week i hope you all have a great thanksgiving chip have a great thanksgiving sir absolutely and you as well thank you thank you